Hey everybody, have you considered starting a podcast? We here at Screwball highly recommend Podbean for getting your podcast out to a larger audience. Podbean has given us the opportunity to easily bring you Screwball each and every week on all of your favorite podcast services. Use the link podbean.com slash screwball to sign up and save up to 35% annually. You can also use the link podbean.com slash pro slash screwball to sign up for a business subscription. Happy podcasting. Hey everybody, welcome back to Screwball, a baseball podcast, your home for everything baseball. I'm your host, Mike LaPree, here with my co-host, Frank White. Hey, how's it going? This is episode 129 of Screwball, and we are officially into the 2022 MLB postseason. We've actually even seen the first round of the playoffs, the first time we're seeing a wild card series in uh, MLB history. So by the time you hear this, we'll have already seen some division series games, but as we're recording this, we already, we're already a playoff series down, so... Um, we're just going to get into the last little just kind of notes of the 2022 regular season and then just move right into the playoffs because that's obviously a hot topic right now. There's really not much else going on. So just real quick, just to kind of lead off the show as a heads up, if you, I guess it, somehow if you had missed it, uh, at the end of the 2022 regular season, Aaron Judge did hit his 60-second home run and he passed Roger Maris for all-time AL home run record. He did it in the 161st game of the year, first at-bat. So he officially holds the record. He's the sole owner of the single-season AL home run leader. Um, And in the same game, Garrett Cole uh, passed Ron Guidry for the Yankees' uh, single-season strikeout uh, record, which is pretty impressive. I believe he had 250-something. Not quite the 300s like we see sometimes. But, uh, yeah, so just little uh, notes like that I just wanted to kind of throw in there. We had kept up with Judge and Pujols pretty much the whole last month, and Judge did actually do it. So, and a lot of people, now the debate starts, is he the real, you know, people in their minds, is he the real home run king, is Barry Bonds, is, you know, this and that. So there's some people that still hold on to the 154 games with Ruth. So there's a big debate there that's been going on, but let's just move on to what really has kind of been the, the hot topic, and that's the wildcard games. So I'll just kind of give you the winners of each series, and then Frank and I are just kind of going to get into what we thought, where we go from here, predictions, all that good stuff, so... Uh, in the wild card games, the only game that went, the only series that went three games was the Padres and the Mets. Uh, the Padres did edge out the Mets in Game Three of the three-game series. Mets, um, I believe, only had one hit in that last game that kind of went down with a whimper. Uh, Phillies swept the Cardinals in two games uh, at, you know, St. Louis. Uh, Mariners swept the Blue Jays as well in uh, at Toronto, and the Guardians swept the Rays in uh, two games. A long, very long second game, 15 inning affair. Uh, at Cleveland. So the matchups are set at Guardians, Yankees, Mariners, Astros, Braves, Phillies, and Dodgers, Padres for the division series. So I've already been uh, talking a little bit here. So I'll just ask Frank right off the bat here uh, what he kind of thought of some of these wildcard games, what he thought of the format. Was he impressed by anyone? All that good stuff. So uh, yeah, what were you, I don't know what you were kind of thinking with some of these wildcard series. There was one obvious big one that ended yesterday as we're recording this, but uh, you know, only one went three games. The other two clean sweeps, two games, in and out. I think the Wild Card series, you'll see a lot of sweeps like that. I think it's just because once you lose that one game, it's game seven, right? No. So it puts a lot of pressure on teams. You don't really get that postseason feel because you're off the rip. You're in the postseason and you're in game seven, so you're off the rip, right? I thought the uh, Cardinals-Phillies series, I thought the Phillies played well. They pitched very well. You know, their one-two punches as good as anybody's when they're healthy. <clears throat> Saves their bullpen. That's not that great when you're, you know, both starters go. Seven innings or so. Yeah. Um, thought the Cardinals were let down. They, they blew game one. 
I really felt once they blew game one that they were in trouble. Yeah. Um, I thought uh, Oliver Marmol, the coach for the Cardinals, really blew that game. You know, not taking Helsley out earlier. You know, he's your guy. You, you know, taking your pitchers, taking Quintana out too early and using all your bullpen guys and then using Helsley late, late and then letting Helsley work himself into a lot of dan- you know, a lot of trouble was too much. I even thought maybe Pujols batting second in that lineup wasn't that great of an idea either. It was a bit um, weird, yeah. I thought um, overall Phillies played well. The Cardinals were kind of a letdown. I really had them going deep into the playoffs. Yeah. You know, the Rays, Cleveland, you know, Cleveland pitched is what they do. They manufacture runs. They hang in games. I know they won both games on home runs, even though they don't really hit home runs. They play good defense. They pitch. They got a great bullpen. They don't hit. This is what it is, but they won the, they won the series. They hit enough. And then Tampa Bay, as we all know, they don't hit. Yeah. They don't hit. They pitch very well. They got a good, pretty good bullpen. They played pretty good defense. You know, they just don't hit. They don't hit unless, you know, they got Rainier Rose Rainier going nuts and, you know, guys like that, but they didn't, didn't do it. Mm. So, Rays lost that series on the fact they don't hit, and that's expected, and that was kind of expected going to the playoffs, and it's not going to hit. Right. So Makes sense. Um, that series was kind of slow and boring, but that's what happens when you don't hit. Next two series I thought were just, um, you know, Seattle, Toronto. Seattle came out, ball fire game one. Toronto in game two, that's what they always do. They collapse. They're a team that collapses. They're a team of heartbreaks for the last, what, Many years. So, yeah, quite they a bit now. They always have heartbreaks. They're always heartbroken, 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 and blow it and do this and, and fall apart and falter. The better they are, the, the worse they do. Mm-hmm. They're a team that needs to be not projected to do nothing, and they'll do better. When they're projected to do anything, they falter, they fail, they collapse. 9-1, to 8-1, to one, that game was, right? 8-1, to one, yeah. 8-1 to one and 9-5, to five, I think. Late next yeah. Game. Mm-hmm. And they, they blew the game. And then they, 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 but that's what Toronto does, and we talked about it last year, we talked about it this year. They can score a bunch of runs early in the game, and then absolutely stop scoring. Mm-hmm. That offense is so, so touchy, hot and cold, that it, it literally can go two innings of not, you can't get an out, and then 18 innings of not getting a hit. Yeah, so, true. And then it couldn't pitch all year. The bullpen was actually better than probably expected. And Seattle just scrapped along and uh, played like they had nothing to lose because their team hasn't been to the playoffs in 20 years. So it's like, well, we made it, so we already won the season. Yeah, right, right. Right? Their, their World Series was making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Now, they obviously, they want to win the World Series, and they have aspirations to do that. Well, let's just be honest. Getting the monkey off the back was just getting to the playoffs. Yeah, just get there for tw- in 21 years. <laughs> yeah, so they kind of, you know, but good for them. They played well. They hit. They pitched very well. And that's what you got to do. And then the last series was befuddlement, right? <laughs> um, the Mets faltered. The Mets collapsed. The Mets failed. The Mets demise. The Mets, whatever word you want to use, Frank the Tank going nuts. <laughs> The Mets were an embarrassment. 101 wins of embarrassing. Held the headlines oh, since yeah. the owner came in. They had an unbelievably bad deadline. They paid $43 million a year for a pitcher to come out there and, and, and lay an egg twice at the end of the year. You got another pitcher in the ground. People like to say he's one of the best pitchers. He pitched pretty well, at least in the in the wild card. Mm-hmm. Against the Braves, he didn't. Down the stretch, he didn't. Mm-hmm. Got beat by Oakland. Um, he's out the door. Talked about the the trumpets for Diaz. You know, that became a persona of the team. And I don't know if they pumped other teams up to face him. I don't know what happened, but the team fell apart once they started bringing that trumpet guy in. <laughs> it's true. The Mets collapsed. I don't want to hear it. You know, that's what happens. You know, and, and listen, Braves were a good team. And I think the Mets were a good team. I think the Mets' 101 wins, I think, might have been a little, a little higher than maybe they could have been. I think maybe more, five, six less wins. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not really worried. You know, you're like, oh, I had a good year. It was the idea that, you know, 
we were weeks into the year, months into the years, and the Mets were going to the World Series, and the Mets can contend with the Dodgers, the Mets could beat everybody, the Mets could do this, and the Mets could do that, and the Mets blow up the division, and the Mets can't beat the Cubs, the Mets can't beat the A's, the Mets didn't beat Pittsburgh, they didn't beat the Braves, they couldn't beat the Padres. So what happened? Well, they didn't hit, right? Lindor didn't do much. He didn't put in the wild card. He did better. Lonzo hit the home run, but really didn't do much. Uh, McDeal kind of hit around. You know, he did his thing. Uh, Nimmo had a big day, though. But they didn't do anything when they needed to. Mm-hmm. What were they? Two, three for 25 in a series for runners to score position? Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. They didn't hit. Marte was a hero or, or, or an Iron Man coming back and playing, right? Yeah, Threw a I was really broken finger and, and, and not being able to throw the ball. Yeah. We've seen once. Their lackluster ability at the catching position killed them. And then just, you know, you, you pay a lot of money for them from them starting pitchers to, to not do their job. Yeah. That's what happens, right? Marcana was invisible. And, and I don't know. I, I don't know if you want to go back and look at our, our deadline talk. You weren't going to hear a word about the guys they traded for on the deadline. I said that. I, I can tell you right now, you can go back and listen to it. But, you know, that's almost word for word. Mm. Is Tyler Naquin going to be in your postseason lineup? It was Daniel Vogelback going to be your postseason lineup. No. So why'd you trade for him? That was not the... They did nothing. They did nothing for you. They weren't even in the lineups. Yeah. So, good job. <laughs> there. I don't know what to tell you. And Michael Givens, great. He came in. It was 5 nothing already. <laughs> so what did you do? You didn't add nothing. That's what happens. But Mets faltered. Mm. You know, Padres played well. <laughs> Padres played good. Don't get yeah, me wrong. they did play well. It wasn't yeah. like the Mets just, like, they just you know, blew it and gave it away. You know, I thought the Cardinals kind of blew it and gave it away. Padres played well. Just all you hear about the Mets all year, right? And the new owner, and they, and they did nothing. And now the team's falling apart. Not not much they can do about it, you know. Mm. We got Scherzer, what already on the second last year of his deal. He only signed a two-year deal, right? Or the three. It year. was a two or three-year deal. He's yeah. already aging. We already see it, you know, the last couple of years. Degrom's gone. See you later. Edwin Diaz is gone. See you later. I think Tyler Walker's a free agent, right? See you later. Chris Bassett's a free agent. See you later. More candidates signed. Escobar came on strong at the end of the year there. Uh, Nimmo, free agent. I don't know what they'll do with him. Catching's a black hole. James McCann was a, a waste of time. The team, I think Seth Lugo gone, right? See you later. They already yeah. said he's, I don't think that he's coming back. So uh, they got a lot of question marks. Uh, Showalter again, you know, I don't know what's up with him. Yeah, it took him to the playoffs and then it's and then always they, a question mark yeah. from there. So the Mets have thought faltered. San Diego played very well. They hit very well. They drove the ball very much, but they didn't do it all year. They're pitched pretty good, right? Uh, yeah. Snell was kind of an egg, but they pitched pretty well. Yeah, Darvish and Musgrove had great Their starts. Their bullpens pitched pretty well. Um, Hayter looked all right yesterday. Uh, they played pretty good defense. Mm-hmm. They just they hit when they needed to. They had the energy. It, it just you know they had the spunk, the stank to them. You know they did the thing. Uh, San Diego was a team that could be dangerous, but I just don't know how consistent they could be. What have we seen 162 games of you know poorly played offense? Yeah, I agree. And hit or miss pitching. I don't know how consistent they could be. But, it, you know, it was a good series. It went three games, and I just thought the Mets really let a lot of people down, let mm-hmm. their fan base down. And uh, that might have been their, their their big chance. Unless they have a big free agency, which I mean, the free agency doesn't look like it could be. It could be very big free agency for every team. But yeah. I don't know. Got to retain a lot of uh... – It looks like they – yeah, it looks like this was really their biggest chance here. We'll see. You know, they could make a bunch of moves and be better next year. Yeah. But you look at what their future looks like here – and their current MLB roster, and you really said, boy, hey, this was the team that had a chance to really at least get real deep. And Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of talent on that team, you yeah, know, so. so. Uh, but that's what happens. You know, that's where we stand. Uh, I thought the Walker series games were good. You had excitement. You had a series, right? You had the two, three games. I it, do like it better 
than the one game, truthfully. Yeah. I kind of like the format a little better. I got to be honest. I do. I did like it. Like how the home team, but about to see he's got all three games. I like how it was back to back to back days, no off days, three days off. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, you just had constant baseball. The whole just weekend play, was baseball. Just, just play the games. That's what you do, and and we'll you know we'll worry about ruckus when ruckus happens, right? Yeah. You know, the last bit here I had regarding the wild card was the Musgrove thing, right? Yeah, with the ear. I watched it live. I knew exactly what Showalter was doing. When he, you know, let him warm up, then he walked out there. Was his ears shiny? Sure. You know, maybe they were. I, you know, they were, they were shiny. You can't argue that they weren't shiny, right? But here's the question. If I was the Padres, I was Bob Melvin. I would never let him even come, the umpires come close to my pitcher. Reason being, he gets his hand checked every other inning. Mm-hmm. He gets his glove checked every other inning. Now, if they do their job right or not, I don't know. But they get checked every other inning. Why are we going to check him again? Yeah, right, right. Why are you check him again? You check his thing, and then Mets fans going nuts, and Twitter going nuts. What'd they check? Did the umpire grab his ears? They grabbed his ears. Yeah. They mm-hmm. grabbed his hat. They grabbed his head. They rubbed around the back <laughs> of his ears, even his cheeks. They grabbed his hands. They grabbed the ball. He didn't have nothing. Right or wrong, you don't believe it or not, that's what they they said he didn't have nothing. That's all we can go by. And it looked pretty definitive. They were like, yeah, he doesn't look like he has anything. Well, he wiped his ears off. They wiped this off. You would know. You'd find it. Wait, we've seen Pineda with the pine tar. We know what it looks like. Yeah. Then McCutcheon said it was like a fire. It was like a fire bomb. Players put on sometimes because it burns and mm. it keeps them. It's almost like a smelling salts, but it's it's a, it's a it it's keeps a cream, you intense. Yeah. But he says it has nothing to do with sticky or keeping it boiling because he said he, he he used it or something like that. He knows guys who uses it and it doesn't do anything. It doesn't have no stickiness to help throw a ball. It just keeps you intense. Yeah. On the mound, you know. Yeah, it's like smelling salts. So mm. was that it? You know, was it, was the spin rates up? You want to go by the analytic approaches? Yeah, I guess it was. You know, but I don't know what to tell you. They checked them. I, I wasn't a big fan. You know. Was it more just to sh- an excuse to use? Maybe that's what Showalter was thinking. I don't know. Was it a way to slow him down? We've seen San Diego slow down the Mets a lot. Sure, could have been. That's not a bad, you know, it's not a, you know, playing it chess. It couldn't hurt, right? really. They only had one hit, so. Yeah. I just, if I was a pilot, I would have jumped right out there. Like, nope, you check them every other inning. There's no reason for this. Hmm. Because if I, if I was Padres and you did that, next inning I'm having your pitcher checked. The next pitcher I'm having him checked. The next one, we're gonna, I'm just going to keep doing it. I would have done it a long time ago. I know Kimbrel used to used to see it on his hat. Oh yeah. Right in the playoffs came. Go get him checked. Oh, he's got it. See you later. Yeah, right. Get Kimbrel. But you know, it's not the game. you know, it's you know, unwritten rules or whatever you want to call it. But it is what it is. They checked him. He didn't have it. You know, we seen Kenny Rogers, right, and, and Lester with the big booger and Clay Buckholt with the stuff in his hair, right? They yeah, said. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bumgarner, I think, with the stuff in his hair. They, they thought, and it wasn't really I've much, heard that. much yeah. of a rumor there. But Buckholt was a big one. Mm-hmm. Lester was a big one. Go figure with those guys. Yeah. Um, Kenny Rogers against the Yankees years ago in the playoffs. I can't really think of too many other ones to the top of my head right now. But it is what it is, right? Um, you could have not gave up seven runs yesterday or six runs yesterday. You know, but maybe you have a, a case there, right? You could have mm-hmm. won game one with Scherzer on the mound. You could have not went three for 25, I believe, or run a scoring position, give or take. Yeah. So, I mean, that's where you should have, you know. Yeah, that's where you kind of lost the, the series. Screws there, yeah. yeah, not really. You know, the guy having possibly Vaseline on his. I don't. I don't know what he had. Yeah, it that's clear. A, like it wasn't like oh he had pine tar. That was the first thing I thought of was or like Vaseline. Attack. Yeah, Vaseline yeah. or the mixture of the the Vaseline or, or suntan lotion, but that's like a white powdery. Yeah, it's a little bit more. Yeah, it would have been Vaseline. I I don't know what it would have done. I, I seen, don't know. I seen people say that it was even some sort of lubricant. I'm like, well, that would make no sense. That would make the ball slippery. Yeah, right, right. Are you stupid? Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
it's frustrating if you're a Mets fan. You see it, and you know, his ears are shining up something fierce. Especially when you're already down that much, your your yeah. seasons, you're staring the death of your season in the face. But and it's, it's what it is, right? They checked him. You only can go by so you got so you have everything else to blame, right? You lose that game one nothing, he throws a no hitter. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, right, right. You know, and what did they do? They would have checked him. They would have found something. They would have thrown him out. and He would have lost six nothing anyway, right? <laughs> Probably. And they got to change the game. Yeah. We're just struggling. Goodbye. Oh, you still lose. All right, thanks. <laughs> Overall, baseball was played well. We know we've seen 15 innings. No Manford man. Good pitching, very good pitching. Deep, deep, deep starting pitching in the playoffs. Starting pitchers for a while go three innings. It was like, that's a great start in playoffs. Mm. These guys going seven, eight innings. Exciting, right? That's awesome, yeah. Overall, though, good baseball. You know, I was, I was excited and I was happy. I watched. Leads us, leads us right into, you know, deep playoffs here and, and, and what can happen. You got a couple teams here, four teams, right? If it was four series, they have four teams coming in red hot, feeling themselves. Or another champagne bath. Yeah, yeah. Well, other teams sitting for five, six, seven days. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Yeah, absolutely. So exciting, you know. We ready to go. Yeah, um, I thought it was good baseball. I sat down and watched all fifteen innings of that Rays Guardians game, and I wanted to run through a wall. It was so boring. Um, I think at one point, it, I didn't even see a ball hit to the outfield. It was just like strikeout ground balls. Stri- I seen like, I think five, four or five balls in a row hit to the second baseman. For that double play. Yeah, yep. It was like the same exact spot in the field. It was the same ball. I'm like, all right. So we got that down to his <laughs> Yeah, sides. it was like the twilight zone. That game was uh, rough to watch. You know, the the Mariners' comeback against the Blue Jays was pretty unbelievable, even though it did kind of end with that hit to uh, Springer. It kind of got his bell rung. He dove and hit Bichette's arm or something. Yeah, it was um, like Speltron Cameron looking. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, it was rough. I thought Bichette broke his arms. He he came up kind of holding his arm and yelling. That was pretty. I mean, the Blue Jays played overall uh, pretty well. They just blew it right at the end there with um, giving up, you know, giving up nine runs essentially. The Mets Padres. I expected more out of the Mets. I had them moving on. Uh, Cardinals. I was very surprised by. Um, not that the Phillies are a bad teams. I didn't write them off. It's just the Cardinals. I thought just had a more well-rounded team. They had a World Series winning roster, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the. I think that was the series I was surprised most by, truthfully. Yeah, and I think if you're other playoff teams, one, you should be like, hey, those are two good teams that got knocked out, the Mets and Cardinals. Well, not, not that Tampa and Toronto aren't, but those are two, like, <clears throat> they can go to the World Series teams mm-hmm. knocked out. So you're going to be on your on top step of the dugout here so you don't get knocked out. Yeah. But also, you're, also you're the rest of these teams – Okay, what you do? You look in there and go, you know, who do we want to play? Who would you rather play? Who's a good team? You want to play the team that's not so good. Yeah, yeah. You just lost two really talented rosters. Yeah, if you're and the two big places, you don't want to go play. You don't want to go play in St. Louis and, and, and New York. You just lose them. You go, all right, huh? you know, yeah, 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 my yeah. odds. And you go look at the, the odds and the DraftKings and stuff like that. They're the <laughs> teams are going up because those are two good teams knocked out. Yeah, if you're the Braves and you see the Cardinals get knocked out, you're like, thank God. In the Mets, because yeah, because the, the Cardinals are always a Braves bane. And then you're the Dodgers. You see the you see the Padres moving on. You're like, well, we know these guys. You yeah. know, well, these are good two rosters. You go, all right, that helps us two yeah. good rosters. But that also shows you, hey, these good teams just got knocked out. We got to be on our top game. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a you know give and take there. But um, yeah, it's the first thing I thought. I said, boy, those are two World Series bound teams. Mm-hmm. And there's teams here in the division series now on the, you know, on the AL side that better be careful or they could get knocked out and, you know, to, you know, there's really a, Dodgers, Braves, Astros, Yankees are really your favorites, obviously here. Um, 
Yeah. But they better be. I mean, there's some good teams here. Mariners are red hot. Padres you, are now red hot. Well, you easily had Cardinals-Mets added to that first list you had. Mm-hmm. It was easy. It was your six teams. Yeah. All of a sudden, boop, boop. Two of them were knocked out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mets-Dodgers instead of, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, holy and now crap. And like, do we have a hot team coming? Right? Nationals year and some other years. Mm-hmm. Royals the first time, right? All of a sudden, there's a hot team roll through. Yeah. Well, now, oh, no. Who's the hot team? You're like, oh, my God. Are we the guys playing a hot team? Yeah, that's what you don't want. <laughs> right? You get you got the Colorado team from 07, or you know you got the the Red Sox there towards against the Yankees there at the end there. Uh, Cardinals in 2011 and Nationals and the Royals and the Giants. Like, do you you don't want to play a hot team? No. Mm-mm. But you also you know you don't want to play a team with a ton of talent either. No, you know, no. Gosh, like, well, they're better here. Well, they're better here. This guy's good. They're better here. Oh shit! You know, I'd rather play a team that has no talent. Yeah, right. Right. At least like a chance is a little better. You know. Yeah. Yeah, so the NL uh, shook out a little differently than I thought it would. The AL, I wasn't surprised by. I actually had the AL right on the two wild card series there. I just the Guardians were the better team. I just didn't. The Rays didn't impress me. They, I think they won eighty six games. They kind of found their way into the playoffs. The format definitely helped them. Blue Jays, Mariners, I thought could have went either way, but I thought the Mariners overall were a better built team. I think with the addition of Luis Castillo, they definitely had the better rotation. So I'm not surprised in AL, NL. You know, I'm sure the Dodgers and Braves are like, thank, thank goodness. There's a little part of them, even though the Dodgers got to play the Padres, and the Padres would love to beat them. You know, I think that they're like, we kind of dodged a little bit of a bullet here coming in the division series. But but it's 112 wins, and you got to come play a 101 team win team that was in first place for 98 percent of the year. You go, yeah, thanks. Yeah, now you got to play your division rival C 18 times, and really, there's bad blood going back quite a few years now with these teams. So, so we'll see. I, you know, I um. I think it's going to be some pretty good division series. Uh, Braves-Phillies maybe one to watch out for, maybe in a little underrated uh, matchup there that the uh, Phillies could cause a little bit of noise for the Braves. Not that the Braves are, you know, Braves are a fantastic team. But Phillies coming off a big sweep of the Cardinals. And the Phillies have a good roster. They got a one-two punch in their rotation, and they have a, a, a you know a pretty solid bullpen. Their bullpen's probably their weakest link. Definitely. But, um, you know, you got Alvarado and Robertson that can pitch well. You got a little bit of a... There, there's enough enough there to worry about. And what I've seen with the Phillies, um, you know, I don't want to pick apart each team or whatnot, but they do have the one-two punch. They will be getting some home games, right? This next, yeah. This next series. Mm-hmm. But they play better defense over the last couple months, and they've really, really put the ball in play more, a little bit more consistently. That's why they beat the Cardinals. Segura, right, and, and Brandon Morris, put the ball in play. You can't strike out a thousand times and expect to win games. Right. You have to put the ball in play. And I think the Phillies are putting the ball in play a little bit more, which makes you dangerous. you got to yeah. put the ball in play, and you can't walk other people. You can't walk the other team. The Padres did game two. You can't walk nine guys and hit a batter, ten guys and hit a batter, whatever it ended up being. Yeah. That's free runs. you got to make them earn every hit, especially the postseason. Mm-hmm. And then you got you got to force swing and misses. When you put ball, the ball in play, the guy can make an error. You know, bad bounce, anything can happen, right? So, yeah, I thought the Phillies did a good job at putting the ball in play against the Cardinals, especially that ninth inning of game one. That was the dip. That's what they won. They put the ball in play. Yeah. That and they they look. They put the ball in play to score a bunch of runs, and they got walked a bunch of times to get the guys on. Yeah, right. Literally, how right. you lose a game and how you win a game. Yeah, literally, exactly right there. it. Yes, yeah, so they uh, they played good baseball. Their team to watch out for. Mariners, I think it actually be a little bit of a problem i think they're a team to watch the astros were a little bit running into a buzzsaw with the astros i think that could stop them dead um but they got a little bit of fire behind them and the, you know you know the playoff dodgers you know how that goes and not for nothing anymore the playoff yankees all of a sudden the guardians could find their way sneaking by them so we'll see but some division series coming up here i think we got 
by the time you hear this, we'll have already seen one game for each series and then maybe another game. I think so there's I think two games. Wednesday, I think the Phillies and Braves play and another series plays. So. Yeah, I think there's only two of the four games on Wednesday, and I think they play right through. I think there's only, like, one off day. Yeah, the off days are weird just because of the schedule absolutely condensed and knockout and stuff like that. So, yeah, baseball so all time. Yeah, so once this goes live, uh, you know, there'll only be one game, so it won't be too much to go on, but at least you'll have an intention of the series. You know, if if in a five-game series you win that first game, is critical. That's like you know? a 70% chance you win a series, I believe they said. Yeah, so. yeah, it's a critical game to win. So, hopefully, um, if your team's in it, good, you know, good luck, and... Uh, We'll see where, every, where the dust settles, and the next time we come back, I believe we'll be right on to the championship series. I don't think it'll linger into our recording. We'll be in the cold so, ruckus. So, yeah, then 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 you got your top four. Then we'll see where we're at. So, yeah, so that's where the playoffs are at right now. We don't have any hot and cold because, you know, it's just one playoff series plus <laughs> the last three games of the regular season. So, we're going to be hot and cold this week. I don't really think there's even much to go in with injuries. No, um, I'm not going to go into injuries. We're not going to go into the, the stats of each player. We're just going to tell you just going to talk about a little bit of baseball. That's, that's yeah, that's here. that's pretty much yeah where we're at with the playoffs. Um, yeah. You know, there will be, you know, if the series goes five games, I'll have a little bit more to chew on. Yeah. With the division series, we can talk a little bit more. But wild card series, it was for a lot of them, two games out, goodbye, yeah. you know. Yeah, and for next round, I mean, we already said it, you know, we got Cleveland versus the Yankees. Um, you know, I think Yankees take that, you know. right? We, I think that's where we're standing there. I think Mariners, Houston, I think Houston ends up taking that. You know my my opinion here. And then nationally, I think can get can really get. It's going to be raucous somewhere. I think it's more nationally, just because I think those two teams, you know, the upset teams can 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 pull it. You know, I think the Phillies versus Atlanta. I I, I don't know if I I want to pick the Phillies to beat Atlanta. I really don't. But I I really think the Phillies could beat Atlanta. I think mm. the Braves I guess pull that out. I don't know where I stand exactly. If I pick the Phillies to beat Atlanta, then I'm I'm you know Dodgers beat the Padres. Yeah. So if I flip it, you know. Right. I think the Padres can't beat the Dodgers or do for a couple wins against them. Five-game series plays better into beating a team like that. Mm-hmm. Right? You play really good one game, you win that game. The other team makes one mistake, they lose that game, all of a sudden that's two games. It's two wins. you gotta find. You got to find one win now. Mm-hmm. You can do that. So, I think maybe the Braves pull that out. And I think the Padres beat the Dodgers. If I'm going to go that route, I really don't know, though. But mm-hmm. I'm going to pick that because I can't stand looking at the Dodgers anymore. <laughs> so And tell me who's pitching out of their bullpen. That's my question if you're a Dodgers fan or a root for the Dodgers. Who's pitching out of the bullpen? Because Kimberly ain't getting her done. Blaine Trinan don't pitch no more. Uh, Rattler all things hurt. Uh, we got Michael White or someone out there. I don't know. Uh, their, their pitching overall is a bit strange to me. And then, yeah, you don't have starting pitching that can go real deep in the games. They yeah. haven't done it all year. So I'm like, oh, Urias goes eight innings. He can figure out three outs. Like, no. Urias is going to go five. Gosselin's mm-hmm. going to go five. Maybe Kershaw will go seven. But again, he hasn't pitched much long in the games, and he's old. Yeah, he's getting up there. And then so. you know, Kershaw has had one good postseason, so you got to watch that. And so I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, they're gonna hit. I'll hit everybody. They could. They could definitely. I'll hit people. Postseason hitting goes down, and especially Dodgers at L.A. at night. Ball doesn't carry quite the same. So it's like. Yeah, and you have Darvish and Musgrove pitching like how they pitched against the Mets. You know, all of a sudden Dodgers could find themselves in a little bit of a sticky situation. So, it's certainly possible. Yeah. You know? So that's that's where I think. Um, I don't know. I just figured someone's gonna upset somebody. Yeah, there's got to be an upset. I'd rather somewhere. see the San Diego upset the Dodgers, but I can see the Phillies. Like I, I I'm not gonna say I'm gonna pick. I really feel comfortable picking over there, mm-hmm. but I think I'm gonna go with probably Atlanta and then I probably pick San Diego. That's yeah, where I'm standing. No, yeah, I um, I went the opposite route where I just went with the favorites. I unintentionally, I didn't just pick the favorites just because they were the favorites. There I just goes. think that's how it's gonna <laughs> shake out. So I have Yankees, the only sweep. 
I just think the Guardians they didn't impress me in the World Wild Card Series, and that's the main reason I have it as a sweep is because they struggled to beat to do anything against the Rays. I think there was what four runs between both teams in two games, oh, at, which well, is three, really three, games. really almost three games. It was twenty four innings of baseball, so um, they did nothing to impress me. And um, unless the Yankees really are because of the rest come out ice cold, I think that they should handle them truthfully. But if you're going to come into a oh well, home runs are going to win the game. Cleveland hit 140 home runs, and the Yankees hit 250. So yeah, yeah, the Yankees not will... really the game you want to match up with if you're a Cleveland. No, especially you got to come out first two games at home. The Yankees are home, so a home run you know band box for the Yankees that they're familiar with. So I just think that's a clean sweep. I, I nothing against the Guardians. I think they're actually a really well built team, got good pitching, and actually a pretty potent lineup. But I just think that they did nothing in the Wild Card series to show me that they could that they could upset the Yankees. Uh, Mariners-Astros, uh, I have the Astros winning in five. I actually think the Mariners can give them a hard time because the Mariners are familiar with them. Mariners kind of are, are red hot now, coming off that Blue Jays win. I think they're going to give them a hard time, but the Astros are the better team, and they're going to show it. Uh, Braves-Phillies, I have Braves in four. Uh, I just think the Phillies just aren't going to have enough steam behind them to beat the Braves. I think the Braves are too good. And Dodgers-Padres, I have Dodgers in four. Again, same kind of concept. I just don't think the Padres have enough steam to beat the Dodgers, although if I were to pick the upset, I'd say Dodgers-Padres is your upset because the Padres are familiar with the Dodgers. Not There's three divisional matchups here. Let me preface it by saying that. Out of the four division series, three of them are divisional uh, matchups, divisional rivalries. But the Padres and the Dodgers have that little extra you know, stank to it. The Padres and Dodgers do not like each other. Um, the, Do- the Padres very much want to beat the Dodgers, because the Dodgers really the last two seasons have kind of just big brothered them. You know, Padres really haven't gotten into that that postseason mode and really have like, hey, we're here too. They haven't really gotten to that point. So I think this is their chance to do it. And not for nothing, but I just don't trust the Dodgers in the playoffs. So <laughs> I think Roberts that if you... comes down to coaching decisions. I think Bob Melvin beats Dave Roberts there. Right. So. so I think that if you are... I do still think the Dodgers are just the better team. They're just better built. I, although I do agree with you that their bullpen is questionable. Um, I just don't know where – I just don't trust Kimbrell this season, and their bullpen is just a kind of a mystery to me. So, But I do think there's your that could be your upset. I'm watching that series as the upset series, Dodgers-Padres. But, yeah, I have pretty much all the favorites winning, but maybe add a little you know question mark on the Dodgers-Padres series. Yeah. Although, I mean, granted, any of these teams could win. All, all these eight teams, any of them can win. Oh, yeah. It's just uh, – I think that your better teams are going to be the better teams here. And then once you get to the championship series, then really, then uh, yeah, the really who knows, because they're all really good. So, Or if you're, say the Mariners come out and beat the Astros or Guardians beat the Yankees, then you're that hot going to the championship series, then anything could happen. Yeah, do you so, stay hot, do you cool off, who knows. Yeah, so um, it's going to be good baseball, though. I think that uh, I think that some of these divisional matchups, uh, the Guardians-Yankees the only one that's not a divisional rivalry. I think that there's going to be some tempers flaring and and especially Dodgers Padres. Oh my goodness, I'm kind of excited just to see what goes on with them. But that's who I have winning. That's how I'm moving on. And once we actually see how the cards fall, that's um, we'll come back next week and figure out where you know who's in the championship series. Yeah, we we'll talk about the next ruckus then soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So. But yeah, the last little thing I got here is a trivia question, and. Went with some playoff stuff. And which player holds the record for the highest batting average in a postseason career? Minimum 40 plate appearances. Now, 
Now, I'm not a big fan of where this stat came from or how, you know, where this record came from. But the answer is Bill Hoskins with a 487 career postseason betting average, 19 for 39, and he had four walks. Now, you might ask who that is. Well, he played in the Negro Leagues in the 20s and 30s. And yes, this past year, those stats became official MLB stats. Now, I'm not a big fan of that. We talked about that in the past. It doesn't make much sense. We should be, you, you could do that with the minors. You could, do, you could do it with the Japanese stats, right? So I'm not a big fan of that. Mm. But tactically, that's who holds it. Bill Hoskins with a 487 lifetime postseason average. It's I don't absurd. care what league you're in. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, he was a 327 lifetime average, and he had 423 hits uh, through 1,292 at-bats, I believe, in his career. That's what I've seen. Um, but yeah, so which player holds the record for highest batting average in a postseason career, minimum 40 player appearances? Bill Hoskins with a 487. He played in the Negro Leagues in the 20s, 30s. Um, that's the, technically the record. You're going to go look it up. It's incredible. Baseball reference, you know, those 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 stat pages that have the records. That's, where, yep. that's it. So that's incredible. It's an incredible feat. Um, again, I'm not a huge fan of getting stats like that because then you open up the can of worms and the minors because that's professional baseball. Uh, Japanese is professional baseball, right? Mm-hmm. Venezuela and Mexico leagues. Like, that's professional baseball. So, like, where do we kind of yeah, right, right. draw the line? You know, so we'll see. But that's where we're at. What record? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, damn, almost batting 500 for your playoff career. Yeah. Is just doesn't matter. Yeah, like you said, it doesn't matter what league or whatever you're in. It's impressive. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess that's the record. I, I obviously I didn't guess that because no. I didn't know. I was thinking MLB guys, but uh, yeah, it's a good one. And and you you know the night the Negro League stats I haven't really, um, I haven't really kind of got into. I don't know who was really. You know, I, obviously we know the one Satchel Page and um, Josh Gibson and and all these guys that were really big in the, you know in that era, but. You know, stats like that, it's just, it's totally on off my radar. So yeah. it's going to take some time for me to kind of do some, it's already hard enough to keep up with the Ray Shawks of the world that played in the oh old, in old baseball. High pockets Johnson and the fellas, yeah. Yeah, let alone the Negro Leagues where I, I just don't know, you know, there's a whole nother history there that I'm just unfamiliar with. So it's same thing with the Japanese Leagues that some of the stats that carry over from those guys are pretty impressive. So I, I there's just too many stuff, too much stuff with baseball, too much historic stuff, but yeah. Yeah, uh, regardless, hitting almost 500 in the playoff career is awesome. But yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, so um, I guess other than that, um, we'll come back with the championship series matchups and we'll kind of recap the division series, kind of like we did here with the wildcard series. Uh, But yeah, other than that, um, there's really not much else to go over. So until next week, we will uh, watch the division series and see what happens. So uh, I guess we can wrap this one up. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening. You can catch this podcast on Apple Podcasts, as well as Google Podcasts and Spotify. You can listen on our regularly updated YouTube channel, as well as our website, screwball.podbean.com. You can follow me on Twitter at RealMichaelPree. You can follow me on Instagram at MichaelPree. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at FDubs10. You can follow our official Screwball Twitter at ScrewballPod. You can follow our official Screwball Facebook at ScrewballPod. No Ian Screw. And that's it from us, guys. We'll see you next week. Yep. Take care.